Hi, friends. I'm working on some more episodes of Mentally Gill right now, but in the meantime, I'd like to share a double doozy episode of another show I'm really into, The Best Advice Show from Zach Rosen. It's your reminder that there are weird, delightful, and effective ways to make life slightly and sometimes profoundly better. In every, very short, episode of the show, a different contributor offers their take on making life more joyful, healthful, and livable, and it's likely going to be something you can try today if you want. You're about to hear advice from Academy Award-nominated screenwriter, director, and actor, Sarah Polly, and filmmaker, writer-director, Mike Mills. Find the best advice show wherever you listen to podcasts. And I hope you enjoy the episode. Hey, it's Zach. It's the best advice show. Uh, in addition to hosting the show, I also book it. And sometimes when I put a feeler out for a dream guest, I get lucky. That's what happened today, because I'm talking to one of my heroes, one of my true art heroes in life. It's the filmmaker, Sarah Polly. She made the film Away From Her, Stories We Tell, which is one of my favorite documentaries. And she also made Take This Waltz, starring Michelle Williams and Seth Rogen and Sarah Silverman. There's a line from that movie that has been ringing around in my brain since I first saw it. I've always thought of it as incredibly deep advice. It's something I've shared with friends before. The line comes from Sarah Silverman's character. Her name is Geraldine in the movie. And she says this. Life has a gap in it. It just does. You don't go crazy trying to fill it like some lunatic. Life has a gap in it. It just does. You don't go crazy trying to fill it like some lunatic. I think about that all the time. I think this is incredible advice. Does it still resonate with you? Uh, thank you. Yeah, it does. And I think that um, every film I've made is like in a very sneaky way that I never like have ever talked about or that never makes itself known is somehow inspired by Buddhist writing I've read or Dharma talks or and that is, you know, a very essential piece of Buddhist philosophy is, yeah, it, it's there is an emptiness. And that's with us and a lot of um bad life decisions get made in trying to make us not feel like that and there is just a gap um and i think that's really hard to accept when we live in a culture of like you know reaching our goals like what's your goal and how are you going to get there and what's your goal you know what is your best look like and let best life look like and let's manifest it and it's like but ultimately like you never really get to that moment where everything's sorted out and like i'm really like this is a recent realization for me but i remember like in the last few weeks i was like oh my god there's this problem i have to sort out and then this problem i have to sort out and then i i'd solve those problems another problem would come up and i suddenly just went this is actually what life is it's actually a series of problems that you kind of try to muddle through like that's what it is so if, if every time a problem comes up you're like, oh crap, like this is now getting in the way of life. Like that's life. That's the whole thing. And the most joyful people I know are the people who kind of like enjoy trying to figure out the problems. Um, and I can be really grumpy about them. <laughs> and so I'm like, I think I'm going to try to just get a little more excited when a problem comes up about like, how creative can I be about this? Because I don't think that's going to stop. And yeah, I think we are always going to have this gap. And I think for me, the happiest I've been are the periods of life where like, I sort of feel like when, as soon as you accept that, it's like, as soon as you accept any kind of feeling that's really uncomfortable, 
it loses its power in some way. Like it doesn't feel like such a terrible threat. Life has a gap in it, it just does. You don't go crazy trying to fill it like some lunatic. Sarah Polly, one of my favorite filmmakers, she just wrote a new collection of essays. It's called Run Towards the Danger. It's really good. And her newest movie, I can't wait to see, it's called Women Talking. It comes out early January 2023. Next up, I've got another episode for you. This one also featuring one of my favorite filmmakers, the amazing Mike Mills. You might know him as the writer and director of Come On, Come On, 20th Century Women, Thumbsucker. He gave me some advice that I think about all the time. And it essentially comes down to when you're feeling uninspired, think about something you love. Like the way that Patti Smith loves Rambo or loves Baudelaire or loves so many things. I love that. Like, and so she's talking about the reciprocal nature of everything, but obviously creativity and the creative process, you know? And I remember Joe Strummer when I was like in high school, I don't know where, some magazine or something, there's a picture of him or McJones like reading a book in Electric Ladyland where they're doing Santa Anissa. And I was like, no, no output without input. No output without input. You know? So I think that loving anything, being excited by anything, of course, in ways we can't totally understand the name, is going to ignite that gener- generative process inside yourself. And often when I'm really stuck, I'll just write down pieces of art that I love. Oh. You know, and, and just as like a hope making, it's almost like a gratitude list or something. And then, and then or, or I'll just pick one piece and just describe it. I'll just like write like why I think it's great or what are its qualities. More importantly than why I think it's great, just describe it. Sometimes that's, that's just like so important. That's amazing just to have that feeling, at least for me, kind of often like lifts me up and like kind of makes me want to do something. Um, and it could be anything for me. It's often like, like whatever it could be like a sati piece. Mayonnaise, that one mayonnaise flowers, you know, um, idols, new record. can be all over the place something um pooping back and forth and me and you and everyone we know sure that's one of mine (laughs) yeah okay we've arrived at the poop i brought this up because well it was the first thing i thought of and it's partly because mike's partner is miranda july and she made a movie containing a scene about pooping back and forth the movie's called me and you and everyone we know And you have to see it, of course. And so I thought I'd use this as an opportunity to follow Mike's advice and just describe something that I love, which is this scene. Two brothers are sitting at a computer, a desktop computer, and trying to flirt with anonymous people in chat rooms. They're way too young to be doing this. The brothers are probably like mm, 13 and... Six. I want to poop back and forth. What? What does that mean? 
Like, I'll poop into her butthole, and then she'll poop it back into my butthole. Yes, I'm a child, and I like poop talk, but it's the way that screenwriter and director Miranda July and these two kids in the scene elevate the poop talk from something that seems perverse on the surface, but actually, once you see the whole movie, it's quite deep and philosophical. Dare I even say, holy. <gasps> you think you're crazy? No, tell her like how I said it. No, she'll never write back, Robbie. We have to sound like we're a man, you know? That's just lame. It's stupid. You said I could do half, and you've done all of them before this. Okay, whatever. We're probably going to get arrested. What do you want me to put? Like how I said it. I'll poop in your butthole, and then you will poop it back into my butt and we will keep doing it back back and forth and forth with the same poop same poop forever The reciprocal nature of everything, 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 everything. Next time you're feeling uninspired, think about something you love. And just note its qualities. <laughs>